Charlotte. And I'm Helly, and welcome to 20s Are Hard, our fortnightly podcast on surviving your 20s. And how have you been this week? I'm good. It's been, I feel like I say that every week because I never want to start on a negative note. Not that my weeks are ever that negative, but um, just very busy doing yeah. lots of stuff, seeing friends, working in London, visiting Birmingham, seeing family, which was really nice at the weekend. We went to um, uh, Somerset, stayed near Wells, which is where they film Hot Fuzz. Point a larger, please, Mary. Where you are, my love. <laughs> I, oh my god I love it me and my brother just spent the whole time just cracking up at the accents it's so oh I love it I love it so much I need to watch that film it's one of my favorites oh we actually watched it while we were there just because we could that is amazing it was fun. oh it's such a nice area though just like gorgeous countryside gorgeous scenery like Cheddar Gorge is amazing I went as a kid and obviously didn't appreciate mm-hmm. it because now I was just in awe but it was there was barely any phone signal so I just felt like I escaped for the weekend which was very nice that sounds dreamy yes it was very much needed um but what about you what have you been up to it feels like ages since we last spoke but I actually don't think it is we spoke last Monday so it's only actually been a week and then the week before that we spoke on the Monday and we also recorded together so it's really not been that long but I just feel like I don't know. I, f- I feel like I've been all over the place, really, and I've not done an awful lot. I um, I have done one thing, though, that you will be proud of me for. Are you oh, ready? Yeah. Okay. Um, See, so after our chat in last week's episode about books and how I'm not very good at reading, and I get quite intimidated by the whole thing about reading. Oh, yeah. I actually ordered some books, and I've started reading them. Oh, yeah, this is exciting. What did you order? So I ordered An Edited Life. By Anna oh, oh, I might have to borrow it, but I'm really bad at borrowing your books and keeping them for too long. <laughs> okay. Um, it's so I'm only a chapter or so in at the moment, but I'm really enjoying it. She is a fellow organizational addict. Um, and it's it's really nice to read your own kind of like feelings about organization written by <laughs> it's very relevant for this week's topic. Um, so I'm really enjoying that. I also ordered The F Word by Lily Pebbles, which is like an exploration into female friendship, which is something I'm really, really interested in. I'm kind of reading them alongside each other because they're both very different books. And this is part of my approach now is I'm allowed to, I always had this thing in my head where I couldn't start one book. I couldn't start a new book, sorry, if I hadn't already finished one book. But you don't always feel like sitting down and reading about how to organise your kitchen drawers. Yeah, that's so true. I'm mixing I'm mixing different styles of books. I'm not going to get confused or forget what's happening. But it's just like if I'm sitting in bed at night, maybe I fancy reading something a little bit more kind of um, essay style or like a bit more relaxed and chatty. So I'm really enjoying that. And then um, for once, I bought into the hype about a book and I ordered Crazy Rich Asians because I wanted to see the film. Um, oh my god I love the film I want to read first because I've heard that the book is really really good and some people said the film isn't as good um so I do want to read the book and it's set in Singapore I'm right aren't I it's set in Singapore yes no I think it is well that's part of the reason I really wanted to read it because when we went to Singapore in the summer I just fell in love with the city and I was like oh Singapore but yeah I've decided I'm not going to put myself under any time pressure as how quickly I've got to read them it doesn't matter that I'm not as quick as reading now as I was when I was at uni or when I was in school. I'm just going to enjoy it a bit and just see it as something else to just another way to spend my evening. So I'm really proud of myself. Yeah, I feel like I've done because what I was saying about books when like I'll read 100 pages and if I'm not in love yeah. with it, I'm just going to donate it. 
I, I feel under so much less pressure than I did when I was reading books before. Yeah. And now I'm I'm reading the new Elizabeth Gilbert that's coming out in June. And oh my God, I just, I didn't expect to love it as much as I did. And then now I'm obsessed with her and I'm following on Instagram and she posts the most inspirational stuff. And Ooh. I need to go back and read Eat, Pray, Love because I never did. I just didn't want to buy into the hype. And now right. I actually want to read it because I'm loving City Girls so much. So I never read Eat, Pray, Love, but I watched the film and I hated the film. See, this is the thing. The film just didn't look like my kind of thing. So I just assumed I would never like the book, but now I'm reconsidering. I'm tempted to read the book then if you're enjoying the book and I feel like I want to read it more now because this is there seems to be a theme here doesn't there part of it's set in Bali and it's just like I love Bali. well no I'm I'm not reading that book I'm reading her one that's coming out in June oh okay which is a fiction and um okay and but it's like I love her writing style and it's really engaging and it's made me really like her and it's made me want to go back and read Eat Pray Love Oh, okay. Well, then I might um I might take that as a recommendation. Once I've got yeah. the other thing I do, I get overexcited, order books, and then um don't read them all, and then I have like a stack of books I never get through. But um yeah, other than that, I don't think I've been up to an awful lot else really. It's been very much. I don't know. I just feel like last week was one of those weeks that each day went by really, really quickly, but the week seemed to go on for a long time. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think because I was everywhere and I was working in London and then I was here and then I'm prepping for London again. And like it it feels like my week's been really split up and so long. But. Actually, do you know what I did do last week that I do want to update people on? People might not care. But um, if you listen to our episode a couple of weeks ago on women's health, you'll know that I was due my smear test. And I actually went on Friday, which was International Women's Day, um, which was planned. But Alex did point out how perfectly timed that was. Um, I just wanted to report back and say it was absolutely fine um and I think if I'm ranking on like a list of medical procedures I would rather have a smear test than go to the dentist well this is this is good to hear I'm very pleased that it went well for you I mean it would have been a terrible fate for the podcast had it been horrendous I know it would have Um, been but the nurse I had was so amazing like I hope that everyone's experience is that positive and she was saying how um she just thinks it's so so important that you know we kind of break down these stigmas we had a really good chat as well um which I always like but it was I just want to reassure anyone who's got that letter in the post or who knows they need to book it or who's been putting it off just do it it really 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 isn't that bad so go ahead and do that I am pleased it went well thanks but yeah I treated myself to a cream egg afterwards um and yeah that was the highlight really if nothing else you can justify a bar of chocolate afterwards Oh, absolutely. Oh, all the cream eggs everywhere. Although someone, oh, I don't know if I should tell you this. No, tell me. Someone showed me a picture of a pile of sugar, like how much is in a cream egg today. I don't want to know. I just don't want to know. Yeah, no, you don't. My um, giving up sugar more is really going well, clearly. But, um, (laughs) But shall we move on to our recommendations? Yes. Well, it's in relation to this weekend, because now I've had two weekend, like weekend trips within the UK, and both of them have been in absolutely gorgeous accommodation. And we found it on coolstays.com. Oh, I've not heard of this. And I actually thought it was just a UK thing, but it turns out they do have locations all over the world. But both times we've stayed, one was like a really modern 
barn, like a converted barn mm-hmm. in uh, the Peak District. And then this time it was a really cute farmhouse, like proper like beams and low ceilings and everything in Somerset. And they have been so, so nice. The people who own them are so friendly. They're just gorgeous. And if you're looking for a little break in the UK, I definitely would recommend checking on there, especially if you're going as like a family or a group. I think it's definitely worth the money. I'm going to check that out. I've got a couple of things in mind for later on this summer, well, spring, summer. So that sounds really useful. I'm going to... um. Yeah, I feel like it's another alternative to Airbnb because obviously it can be hard to sift through everything, but it's another nice option. But um, what about you? What's your first recommendation for this week? So the first recommendation is a recipe. Um, I say recipe. It doesn't really involve cooking or baking, but it is a recipe. Um, So even if you're crap at cooking, like I am, you'll be able to manage this one. And it is on the Deliciously Ella app, which I think I've spoken about before. Um, Yeah. Download for a couple of quid. But if not, it might be on her website. So if I can find a link to the recipe on her website, I'll leave that in the show notes below. Um, But very long story short, because I'm sure people don't want to hear about this, but I have quite a few allergies and intolerances, which means that... um, Eating out and finding snacks on out out and about can be a bit of a pain in the backside and very expensive. So I've been trying to make more of my own snacks just to take to work because I don't want to be spending a fortune in Holland and Barrow and Pret and places like that um, eating things I probably shouldn't be eating. Not from like a you don't deserve a treat kind of way, just a my gut can't cope with it kind of way. Um, So I found a recipe for her banana bread energy balls and... They're amazing. This is so, so easy to make. It's like a banana, oats, chia seeds, and banana, oats, chia seeds, oh, and ground almonds. So if you do have a nut allergy that doesn't allow you to eat almonds, then I, I imagine you can substitute it for something else. It may be coconut flour or something, but uh, maybe have a play around. Um, because although I have a nut allergy, weirdly, I can eat almonds. I, I don't even understand myself. But it's a really, really simple recipe. Um, I just whack it all in the food blender. Five minutes later, you just pop it in the fridge for an hour, so like the um, like the mixture gets a bit tougher. And then I've just rolled them in cacao powder, and um, they're really like they're just they taste like a little cakey treat type thing. And there's nothing in there that's going to kind of react to, and they're quite filling. And it's just something. It's getting away from having a, like a ton of processed sugar. Like the only sugar in them is the sugar that's in the banana. So Sounds very fancy. Uh, I think the only thing that's kind of weird on there are chia seeds and maybe ground almonds um but because of the fact there's so much I can't eat anyway I kind of have those things in the house so if you're not if you don't have those things in the house you have to go out and buy them but neither are that expensive so it isn't one of those recipes where you've got to find like a crazy little tiny um like alternative food shop and pay through the nose for it like you can pick up a bag of chia seeds for a quid so um yeah that is my first recommendation if you want to Make yourself some kind of healthy snacks for the week. I'd highly recommend. Oh, I'll have to look up the recipe, definitely. Yeah. What what else are you recommending this week? Um, Mine is actually an article. Um, I I love this because it's something I can read. Well, it it really, really had me thinking because obviously I love to travel. I do spend a lot of time traveling, writing about traveling, whether it's in this country or abroad. Or This article really made me think about how we as a culture perceive travel and it was posted on passion passport which i absolutely love anyway they have such beautiful content and it's always very thought-provoking and intelligent 
But um, they've posted an article that is um, why you should travel less in 2019. It's basically saying that travel has become more of a a commodity. People think Mm -hmm. it's something to be owned and something to be shown off. And there's a bit in it. And it just made me think so much because last year I realized I traveled to 15 countries, but only five of them were new. And for the first time, I felt like I'd stopped like country counting and I was actually going to places for the love of places. And I was kind of like thinking, like, why is that? And I couldn't really put my finger on it. And then they wrote this article and I was like, I don't know if this is why I made that change. But it says um, places aren't trophies that you put on your shelf. They aren't likes for you to collect. And once you've stepped foot in a place, you don't have to just get up and move on to the next, viewing it as a checkpoint along a path of privilege. Places need to be appreciated. Our travel should be considered carefully with each iteration. She's basically talking about how recently she's discovered the value in taking fewer but more impactful trips. And rather than traveling to a destination on impulse or for the sake of like outdoing peers and showing it off on social media, it's you need to evaluate why you want to travel, particularly with the obvious detrimental effects that travel has on climate change, because tourism is responsible for nearly one tenth of the world's carbon emissions. Wow. So it's just talking about making more intentional connections and meaningful contributions and experiences if we're going to travel, because if it's a privilege you have, it should be a privilege that you check and acknowledge rather than taking for granted. And it's just it was such a well written article. And it probably put into words things that I'd maybe felt but actually had no idea how to say oh my god do you know what as you were saying that it was it's something I've been thinking about a lot recently but put it a lot more eloquently than I could because I think that's definitely something I've noticed and it's kind of I've had that niggling feeling when I've been thinking of like where I want to go this year and it is almost like that fast-paced Instagram thing of like where can you go next how many countries can you tick off how many cities can you tick off how many new places are you going to and it's like a competition and it's that exact thing of to travel is a real privilege and it does not just affect you so yeah shouldn't be treated I guess it's similar in the way of like we think of fast fashion like it isn't a competition to accumulate as much as possible and so we need to be mindful about how we're doing it. And I'm yeah. currently planning some trips this year for like my birthday and stuff like that. And it's like picking where I want to go and all that kind of thing. And that that whole idea of why are you picking this place? Where do you really want to go has really been playing on my mind. I'm really pleased that someone's written something so kind of eloquent about it. Yeah, because I always and I always feel like I end up in conversations where people people have maybe seen my Instagram or seen photos or seen what I've shared and they're not fully aware that I do actually work full time and I'm not on the road all the time and people seem to have this need to kind of I don't know I don't know if it's like trying to outdo me or trying to prove a point like oh well I've been here and oh I'm going there as well or I'm doing this and I'm doing that I'm like great but are you actually going because you want to go or because you feel like you need to post that on social media because yes that's exactly what I do obviously but I don't know, I think people perceive it as a certain lifestyle when in reality, my lifestyle is working a nine to five job <laughs> in Oxford and thinking about how I can fit my passion for travel around that. And it was just it was just such an eloquent way of putting things that I couldn't have said any better. I love that. I really love that. I'm going to read that. Definitely. I will send the link. Thanks. But um, what was your last recommendation? So my last recommendation, yet again, is a podcast. And I recommended in the best of 2018 episode, the Jules and Sarah podcast, which I absolutely love. 
Um, and about a year yeah. ago, Jules von Hepp founded a tanning brand called Isle of Paradise. And to go alongside that, he and Sarah Powell launched a podcast called Wobble. Um, and they've just started series three. So series one and two are available on iCast, iTunes and Acast, <laughs> and I think some other platforms. And what they do is they just interview, um, they interview, I think they've only interviewed women so far, but don't quote mm-hmm. Um, and the whole premise is that it's okay to wobble both physically and emotionally and that everyone wobbles and we all have those things that can kind of set us off or knock us off kilter and it's totally fine and it's discussing those in all their different forms with different people and they have some really really amazing women on there um, they've interviewed Lauren Mahon from Girl vs. Cancer. They've interviewed Lucy Sheridan. That's an amazing episode about comparison and all that kind of thing. And um, mm. just a really, really positive, positive corner of the podcast world, I think. And um, I've listened to all the episodes, but I'm going back and re-listening to them. And that's something they've said a few times is that it's not the kind of podcast that you have to listen to in chronological order. And you can just dip in and out of them. And I think at different times, they've spoken to me in different ways if that makes sense and they like certain lines or certain things they've said have really resonated with me in different ways um and it's just a really lovely podcast and I would just highly recommend going to check it out and are they doing that alongside their Jules and Sarah podcast so Jules and Sarah runs like consistently like all the time weekly and then Wobble comes out every Wednesday but only when they're doing a series so I think there's normally like eight episodes in a series maybe yeah, it's a really, just a really lovely podcast. And I think it's... I'm just in awe of the amount that they're podcasting at that rate. I know. Jeez. Very impressive. It is very, very impressive. Considering we struggle with fortnightly, I'm very impressed. But um, Yeah, podcast goals. It's just really lovely. It's not like anything else I've listened to out there. It's kind of like having your friends just saying exactly what you're feeling, which... I- yeah, they always feel so personable whenever I listen yeah. to their podcast. And I feel like it's really, that's a really special feeling because I think when you're going through those times, you don't always want to reach out to the people around you and say, I'm struggling with this or I'm struggling with that or I don't feel great this week. So to hear some other people who you don't know saying, oh yeah, that happens to me or yeah, sure, I feel like that. It just is really reassuring. Yeah. Shall we move on to our topic for this week? Because it's something we both love and I feel like as soon as we get talking on it, we're going to geek out oh I'm so excited for this topic and we already kind of touched on it you were talking about an, ed- an edited life yes um because we both do love having the element of organization in our lives I've actually got my arms up in the air I'm so excited <laughs> call us control freaks some may say we are like Monica Geller I am happy with both labels um I'm brave. I feel like we both naturally like to be organized. Um, and I mean, you're a Virgo. So anyone who believes in star sign stuff, like you're just Virgo to a T. I feel like it's placed Virgo. <laughs> no, I feel like we've discussed this before, like my rising sign is Virgo or something. But anyway, this is a complete discussion for another day. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm seeing a new side of you. <laughs> this is, oh, I can't even get into it. But um yeah, we both we both love being organised. We both like having that element of just having a bit more control over our lives. And I think it's the same for anyone who's busy. When you are a little bit more organised, it can feel really liberating, which might sound weird if you're not someone who does love organisation or sees it as quite a challenge. But actually, I think 
you don't have to be perfectly organized and on the ball 110% of the time to be organized. And it's about taking little steps and tackling different parts of your life. And we just want to share why we love being organized, but also how like the steps we take to do that. Yeah. And I think the reason why we want to talk about it as well, aside from the fact that we love to be organized, is because like th- this is 20s are hard. And part of being in your 20s, it's almost as if you are expected to be doing absolutely everything. You're expected to be working hard, playing hard, paying your bills, socialising, spending time with your friends, your family, going out for drinks after work, as well as having all of your hobbies, interacting online, interacting in person, just managing the house, doing washing. Like There's so many things going on. And it's not as if you've... I mean, you're still in your 20s. As much as it might feel like you're in a routine, there's a lot of things that are still changing you're still in your youth oh god that makes me sound old but do you know what I mean there's there's so many things that are going on and things that you feel like you want to do or should be doing and it it can be a little bit overwhelming and I think having that element of organization and just knowing how you prioritize and organize your time it is it is those little changes that makes day-to-day life so much easier yeah I completely agree I think when life starts to get a little bit hectic it's really easy for all those things to just take a back seat like in an ideal world I'm planning my meals I'm planning what I'm going to wear for a week I know I'm on top of all my bills and all like my boring house chores and all stuff like that um I know when people's birthdays are all those little things but then when life becomes that bit busier it can feel really hard to stay on top of any of that and then you feel even worse because not only is life busy, but you're also not managing all this other stuff. And it's so easy for it to be like, um, what's that game, like buckaroo, where you're putting all the little things on and you just know that it's a matter of time for something gives. Yeah. Do you know what? Someone actually made me, um, I was speaking to someone the other week, and they made me write down like everything that I do on a weekly basis. They were like, just think about it. And I was like, no, no, this I, I couldn't really understand what they were getting at. And then I wrote it down and it was like, I have a very busy some might say stressful job play netball twice a week I go to the gym five times a week I'm self-inflicting a social media marketing course and a proofreading course on myself as well as having an Instagram a blog a podcast a social life seeing family managing bills I'm like and I wrote all of that down and they were like do you see why you might be stressed that no I think that's really true though because there are so many things in your day-to-day life that you do that you don't take into account as just being a bit stressful like last week is a perfect example is that I was beating myself up because I was like I literally do not have the time I'm away all weekend I was busy every single night last week I was like, I don't have the time to post three times this week on my blog and I was really giving myself a hard time and then I thought do you know what if I just take that step back and take that one thing off of my plate suddenly not everything's as busy and then I realized how many other things I do in a week and I was like oh also perspective three times a week Jesus Christ keep that backlog and post one a week it'll last you for months (laughs) yeah but in my head I want to be doing five times a week but I think it it really does link back to that thing of we all have those things that we want to be achieving and want to be doing and actually taking a little bit of time each day or maybe just like blocking out some time once a week to kind of get yourself organized you can just unlock so much more kind of brain capacity. Like for me, if I wake up in the morning and I don't know what I'm wearing, the first thing I'm thinking is, shit, what am I going to wear today? Is that clean? Is that clean? Am I going to be warm enough? Am I going to be comfortable? Is that appropriate for the meetings I've got that day? Whereas if I've planned it the night before, I literally get out of bed, put on my clothes and I'm done. And I haven't had to make any decisions before I've even like put on my pants. 
And I think those little things, it just removes that one more bit of stress in your life. See, that's so funny because I feel like, although we're both organised, just listening to you talk. So I never plan my outfits the night before, but equally I never wake up and worry about what to wear. And then I also don't meal prep at the start of the week, but I do cook at night for lunch the following day as well. But I just make what I feel like when I get home. So those it's weird because those are things that I never worry about too much. I mean, I'll do a shop at the start of the week and I'm like, oh, yeah, that'll make five meals. And then that's that. But I won't meal prep. But then I'll do other things to, I'll like diarize my entire week, like right down to my free time and how I'm spending it, whether it's like writing blog yeah, posts I'm like or on the phone to my mum or... Yeah, I'm like, okay, so like perfect example, this weekend I was like, right, Sunday, I'm going to wake up at seven. I'm People are going to be like heaving at the sound of that. Yes, I'm an early riser. I like mornings. I like getting up early on the weekends. I think... Oh yeah, I'm not going to waste like three hours in bed. I li- I wake up early anyway because I'm such a light sleeper. So as soon as the sun's in, I'm like, well, I'm burning daylight. I might as well do something. You say to some people that you wake up at seven on a weekend and it is like you've said that I don't even know. I can't think of it. It's bad. But, um, but then I was like, right, okay, I want to do this and this. And then at this time, I'm going to do this. And then between three and 3.30, I'm going to change my sheets. And between 3.30 and four, I can do this. And I was like, and then I was like, I can have scheduled relaxation between 7.30 and 9.30. That I think would be a bit far and you don't have to quite go to that extreme but I think it's like again those really small things you can do that make life a little bit easier what are some of your like tips for organization because I think that'd be really useful to hear um I've got a more general one that I always try and do and I feel like I'm probably going to say something really similar to you right now but I'm and it's something I've started doing this year um I've, I'm now booking in one weekend off a month yeah. because I I had three manic months at the end of last year and it was just not healthy for me. I felt like I was constantly juggling things and I just wasn't staying on top of things. Yeah. Whereas now I've got one weekend off a month and it means I can catch up on bills, anything that I'm behind with, doing blog posts, life admin, just have a chilled out weekend at home to get things done around the house, which makes me sound so much older than I am. No, I think it's so important. I think last year I just didn't do that. And it took me getting really ill. And it was, you know, when I was really, really ill in August. Yeah. My mum basically turned to me and went, do you think possibly it's because you haven't been at home for a weekend since April and I was like no that's a lie she went no shot think about it she went since you moved at the start of April how many weekends have you had in that flat where you've not done anything um I could literally count it on three fingers and she's like it's now the end of August when are you next home I was like well I'm in Bali for a couple of weeks and then I go away I think I was I can't remember what I was doing in September but basically I was the same through September and she went but it's not you know, it's not healthy. Just because you're generally organised in your life doesn't mean that you shouldn't still prioritise the time for yourself. Yeah, see, I think I was, I didn't, I didn't have a free weekend for all of October, November and December. And then it got to Christmas. And obviously, I was at home with family and I was so knackered. And just trying to like catch up on sleep, on health, on just my general well being. And again, my mum was like, "Ah, I think you've been, you know, going at it a bit too hard for three months because I was just wiped out so I think scheduling in relaxation time sounds like the complete like antithesis of what it should be but it's it's so beneficial yeah definitely I agree um what about you what what's one of your top recommendations for organization I think it's 
you don't have to be organized in every area of your life all the time overnight. Like just break it down a little bit. I think when you say something, oh, get more organized. It's like, if you don't do anything now, and you don't enjoy that, like if you don't plan anything, and you are really happy with that, all power to you, like go ahead. But if you're someone who finds that lifestyle quite stressful, but you don't know where to start, if someone says, well, you should be planning your meals and planning all your spare time, and you should have a spreadsheet for your expenses, and you should have all your cupboards organized, that's just completely overwhelming and also really yeah, it's so intimidating and you're not going to stick to it so I think instead target like the things you want to target first so maybe it's like do you know what this week I'm going to sort out my bathroom on Monday night I'm going to give it a really good deep clean Tuesday night I'm going to sort out my cupboards Wednesday night I'm going to go through all of the towels I have and just get rid of the old tatty towels Thursday night I don't know you're going to make it look prettier whatever and then at the end of the week you've organized one room and you haven't had to dedicate yeah. a weekend to it. You haven't had to dedicate hours because not everyone has that kind of time. Like maybe you're busy, maybe you've got kids, maybe your job takes you away from home a lot and you don't have the ability to just block out a weekend to do this. Instead, it's breaking it down. And similarly, with like if you feel like you want to get, I don't know, if you want to start eating more healthily, well, if you suddenly go gun ho into meal prepping every single like thing you eat all day, it's a bit much. So just start by like, sorting out like a basic food shop that you do that's like especially with online shopping um I do it for like Asda um where you have like you can save like shopping lists so you can have like um one for like your household cleaning stuff one that's like maybe all your vegetables you want in a week one that like certain meals so you can just add those in and yes it takes a bit of time to set up but then you can just do that really quickly. You've got a food shop and that's one less thing you have to worry about. And I think it's taking the like really really breaking it down making it a bit more manageable and it's been more enjoyable as well and then I think when you start seeing those little wins that becomes habit and then just carry on something else yeah I think it is about making it less intimidating because that kind of leads on to my second tip and what I'll do if I've got a whole weekend at home I will spend the entire week before writing this mammoth list of things that I'm going to do and it is intimidating and I'm like oh my god I'm under pressure to get stuff done I'm like no this is the exact opposite of the stress you should be feeling about a weekend at home so I'll kind of alternate it between okay I'll spend an hour writing a blog post and then I'll spend 10 minutes sorting out my underwear drawer because there's lots of old socks and pants in there I need to throw away and but but it's yeah and it's one of those little tasks that's been on my list forever and now instead of thinking oh I'll do it another time because it's not a big task I alternate it between a big task and a little task and a big task and a little task and then again it feels less intimidating and then you get that feeling of a small win and you're like I've ticked something off the list and it feels like progress I think that's a really good like a good way to do it also if you have kind of a short attention span which I sometimes do um that's a really good way of making sure you're like staying focused on different tasks yeah yeah I think another thing that I would say as well is identify what the areas in your life are that you need to organize the most and just start there because again if you try and tackle everything it's too much but if you're someone that thinks actually my finance is an absolute mess and yes sorting out your money and all that kind of thing can be really intimidating just start there like tackle that don't worry about your weekly food shop or the state of your underwear drawer or how messy your diary is just start on this one thing and work out what that thing is for you and tackle that because I think once you started to once you start where you need to everything else starts falling into place yeah 
when you're in school and they're like, don't revise the easy topic first, revise the one you struggle with the most. And just tackle that and you'll start to feel better. And I also think, again, these are leading on very well. This, <laughs> I think the best way to do that is find what works for you in terms of organization so I know that we're both quite different in that I have a like written file of facts diary and that's where I like to keep my life everything is written in there whereas I know that you use the diary on your phone yeah because I like to have it at the tip like at the like at my fingers I can quickly just check and be like yep I know I'm free or yep I can do that and just whack it in there yeah, whereas I find the act of actually writing it down makes me remember it and it makes me feel more organised. And then I think there's so many apps and ways to make it easier for people. And it's like um, our friend Becky actually was showing us the other weekend um, an app that she uses. I love um, this app. It's changed my life, not to be dramatic. <laughs> yeah, well, it's called Wonderlist. And it's, oh, it's absolutely brilliant. And I think it is, again, if you're the kind of person who really gets the satisfaction from tacking things off categorizing your to-do list so whether it is groceries or movies that you want to watch or things that you need to clean or certain things that you need to change with your household bills like whatever it is but then the great thing is that you can actually share that app with someone yeah, else it's so really cool. you and your partner or whoever can both use the lists at the same time so I think there's a lot of options out there and it's just finding what works with you in terms of lifestyle management yeah I think kind of my final tip as well is a bit maybe contradictory but it's fine if you're disorganized at times like I think there's it's almost it almost goes back to what we were saying about travel and how it's almost a competition to be constantly organized and constantly on top of everything and that's just not realistic like sometimes you have a really crappy time or life is just too hectic and these things fall apart like over the past couple of weeks I've not been great at meal planning and I've not really been on top of a lot of stuff but it's saying okay that's a blip and then put getting back into it and not being too hard on yourself because I think you know if you have a period of time where everything gets on top of you that's just life like that happens and instead of beating yourself up just be like okay well I'm gonna try again yeah I mean you can't you can't punish yourself over not being organized I mean it happens things get in the way that's the whole point of organization so that when you get the time to get on top of things you can do it effectively it doesn't mean that you're always on top of those things yeah and I think it's one of those things where as I think of how I was like three or four years ago and I've always liked to be quite organized but I'm a lot more organized now than I was a few years ago there's still definitely things I can improve and that I want to get better at but I, I have improved so if I slip a little here and there, it's all right. It's okay. Yeah. I say this literally as I'm sitting on my bed and my room is a tip because I've not unpacked properly from the weekend and I'm eBaying most of my wardrobe. So my room is an absolute sty right now. <laughs> on Sunday, I had my first like full day at home in ages. And um, I decided to do all of those, just like you were saying about your underwear drawer, all of those tasks I've been putting off for months. Yeah. And it's stuff like... I had a load of shirts in my wardrobe that I knew I needed to iron because the weather's getting a little bit warmer, but I hate ironing. Like I I cannot put into words my hatred of ironing to a point where I like make deals with Alex so he does my ironing. It's all <laughs> but um so I tackled my ironing and yes I hated it and yes it was boring, but I put on bake off because that's cozy and a good Sunday afternoon programme. And when I'd done it, I felt so much better and to not have that basket at the end of my bed of ironing I need to do is really kind of just like it just makes me feel so much happier I'm like oh I did that yeah doing those little tasks can 
make you feel so much better especially if you're having like if you are feeling kind of overwhelmed and like you're not on top of everything just take getting those small wins in can be really beneficial yeah and then I find once you're in the swing of it then you just there's no stopping you and you just you get going and then you're in the zone and then you spend the whole weekend just being super organized and from those little things you build up and you end up getting loads of stuff done on your list and it's great it is such a great feeling I, love I do love it. Oh, so satisfying. I'm going to have a semi-organised weekend this weekend because I'm going home to see people. But then uh-huh. I have the whole of Sunday off. So I'm just going to do like an online life admin because I'm going to be in Nottingham. So I can't do like house admin. But You can get everything else sorted. That's really nice. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh-huh. I have a question for you. Yeah, go for it. As we approach spring... Will you still be using the word cozy with the same frequency? Now, this is a very, this isn't the question I thought you were going to ask me. Um, <laughs> do you want to know what I thought you were going to ask me? Okay. Um, will you be changing your wardrobe over from autumn, winter to spring, summer? And the answer is yes, it's scheduled into the diary for a couple of weeks time. I'm not, I'm not that insightful because I don't do things like that. So I forget that you do. Oh my God. It's one of my favorite things to do. I, I mean, I do shove my, I do shove my, um, my jumpers on the top of my wardrobe and pull out my denim shorts, but that's it. Okay. So this is a whole process for me that involves vacuum packing, washing, debobbling, sewing up holes in clothes cleaning out like literally cleaning my wardrobe and rearranging it so it's working in the most effective order um I love it I absolutely love it also you've got to remember because I love fashion so much like it's just like it's like my two favorite things combined um but in last your original question that had nothing to do with my wardrobe um no I probably will not use cozy in the same frequency but come maybe like September 1st so it's taken a cozy hiatus I did just I felt when you said it just before in that sentence I felt a little bit jarred because I was like oh I don't know if I'm in like peak I know I feel like it's coming to an end for the year which is sad but also means that the also the light evenings and light mornings are coming and I can settle for that yeah I'm good for that oh so exciting but I think that's kind of all we want to say on organization this week um for something that can be seen as such a boring and dry topic, I hope that it hasn't been too boring and dry and that it's at least been of some use to some of you. Um, if you have any top tips for organisation or resources for organisation, please do share because I'm always looking for stuff like that. Oh, I am to Anything you have, we would love to hear. And, um, and also we're hoping that this topic is going to lead on to a few other relevant topics in the coming weeks. Yeah. So if you have any questions or anything you'd like to chat to us about, please drop us a line you can send us an email at 20s hard at gmail.com or you can get in touch on instagram because we have got our asses in gear and we have rebooted our instagram this is how it's looking we're trying to make it into a really lovely positive little space on the internet so go and give it a follow at 20s are hard um and there may be some more chatting on stories and stuff like that to come we're doing a couple of road trips over the next couple of months so i think we might do some like lives and q a's so if you do have any questions ping them across and we will answer them And thanks for tuning in. See you soon. Bye. Bye.